Hello people. Welcome to People's Stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host Priyanka Oja and I hope you enjoy the session. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome again. Thank you so much for staying tuned in. Before we jump into the episode, if in case you guys are interested to know about more career opportunities, about what people exactly do or just behind the scenes of people's stories, feel free to follow us on Instagram or just send me a connect invite on LinkedIn. Today we have Kapil Jadav in the studio with us who is working as a fitness and nutrition coach and a trainer for the last 5 or 6 years um i'm very very excited to have you couple thank you so much for your time and being on the studio with us hey priyanka first of all thank you so much for considering me for this podcast and i'm quite excited and i'm quite happy because i've never been on a podcast so i'm quite humbled and i consider myself lucky to be one be on one thank you so much couple thanks a lot i mean uh, i i'm sure your story is is very very interesting because we've had a conversation earlier as well and i really liked uh, what you're doing with your work So we are going to get into more details about what you do and how does your workday look like. But to begin with, how would you introduce yourself? So, what are your non-work traits, so to say? <laughs> okay, so I would like to call myself as a jack of all trades and a master of probably very few. See, I I say that because I've uh, always been interested in a in a spectrum of things and. talking about my education so i've done my engineering in electronics then my mba in hr but i've always found interest in things apart from those fields and right now i'm into derivative market trading and fitness and nutrition coaching so there are a lot of things in there however uh, i would say that i am quite interested in um, things which which uh, have a scientific bent of mind this is one of the reasons why i am doing these jobs because there's a lot of mathematics data and science involved and that that really makes me happy while doing it that sounds interesting and um, i see in your uh, responses that you've sent to me earlier that you say that you lo- you love finding the etymolo- etymology of words yeah. i don't know if i'm saying the word correctly etymology is correct yeah yeah it's correct etymology oh, etymology okay So what what does it mean like how did you gather this particular interest and how what do you do there Okay so etymology is the study of origin of words So as we know a lot of words that we use in English they have either a Greek Latin or English origin I'm not sure where I gathered this kind of an interest but then whenever I used to learn a new word I I would always check its etymology on Google and I try to figure out oh what does this word mean So, for example, the word protein it comes from the Greek word proteos, which means of highest importance. Sometimes, when you learn learn about certain words, we we understand probably what was the right context in which they were used. And proteos were a certain class of Greek warriors which held one of the most important positions in their armies. And that's how when protein was found out by a Dutch scientist in I think probably in the seventeenth eighteenth century. Mm-hmm. He probably thought that protein is one of the most important building blocks of the body, so we should give that name. Ah, okay. It helps me remember a lot of concepts and terms, and somehow <laughs> it just you know inculcated into a habit. That's that's a, that's an awesome habit to have. And did you do the etymology of your own name? Do you know what does it mean? I've been told that Kapil is uh, the name of Ganpati. Ah, okay. And, uh, 
couple of sources uh, though not conclusive sources told that uh, he was a, a variant of ganpati who was quite moody that's interesting i'm i'm just googling priyanka's etymology <laughs> and i'm trying to see if there's something something that i can find it says it is a name derived from sanskrit word priyankara or priyankara meaning someone or something that is amiable lovable or makes you happy and very talkative oh my god <laughs> this is like this they got you right again <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's oh that's that's nice a good thing to learn today okay so uh, thank you so much kapil it's already already an interesting discussion um, so now tell me how does a nutrition a fitness and nutrition coach and trainer go together like how do you manage your day okay so thankfully see uh, i just wanted to clarify one part i've been into the trading field since the last 6 years however professionally and from an academic point of view i'm into the nutrition and fitness coaching since almost a year now so for the longest time i was into derivative market tradings and uh, it began with me trying to figure out you know these kind of colorful charts that you see on cnbc and on bloomberg and i always found it quite interesting and so there has to be some kind of a framework and some kind of a data analysis behind it and how things work which um, which got me into this use entire gamut of back testing so back testing means if you work out any kind of a strategy you have to see whether it did perform profitably in the past or not so if the past gains are not any indication of what would happen in the future not, neither are they any kind of a guarantee so suppose if i work on any kind of a strategy suppose it gave me 100% returns in 3 years it cannot predict that i will definitely get 100% returns in the next 3 years however if something works profitably we know that it can be tweaked and it can be used in the future so i term this entire marketing as a legal casino now in the in the concept of casinos most of the people going there will try their luck and at the end it's the house that wins because statistically it's been designed in a way that more number of attempts are made or more number of trades are made the house in whom the favor the trade goes it, it's always going to work in their favor so i figured out that if i have any kind of a strategy which probably out of 100 times even if it performs 40% of the times or 35% of the times but whenever it performs it performs pretty well like by a big margin i can make money so that's how it began so this is how i started with my trading career and later i realized that since all of it is so mechanical so data driven we can certainly automate it with a couple of uh, friends helps i uh, i could automate my strategies and probably i spend not more than 10 to 15 minutes on that now which gave me all these hours to pursue my hobbies and pursue something some other career which i was interested in going back to 2019 i have always been a chubby kid and uh, 2019 was pretty harsh on me so i ended up overeating and i think my body fat percentage hit almost about 27 30% and i started looking pretty pretty overweight uh so a friend of mine actually she recommended that i check this check out this community called fitter f i t t r and when i went on to this community it was a data and science driven community something that interested me and whatever fitness and nutrition advices and plans were given over there they were pretty much Yeah, backed by some of the other form of research, and so I picked up one of the coaches over there, Harshal Milani, someone who really changed my life. And going back to like cut to two thousand twenty, I think I lost a good amount of body fat, 
gained a lot of strength and he was the one who actually uh, you know encouraged me to study this because uh, i always told that you know i i do have this academic academician first uh, point of view to my personality wherein i would try to get deep into something and try to study it and why i figure out why it works because i figured out that i do enjoy nutrition and fitness science because it again a form of science so i gave my certain exams cleared my interviews handled a couple of uh, demo clients and then i got selected to work as a coach and fitter um it's been 5 months since i've been working uh, exclusively with fitter and it's been going great though it does take over i would say over 60 hours of my week more than that sometimes but it's something that i'm truly passionate about and i don't mind working on it even on my weekends something that you know probably can irritate my family members at times uh but then you know that's the thing with passion something that you're passionate about you're so much at ease while doing it that yeah, you yeah. think you don't realize think of it as a problem mm. yeah yeah so i mean couple while you were answering i mean while you were telling telling the whole story about it i was a lot of questions came to my mind and uh, but before i start the questions i just want to point this out where you mentioned that your past experiences your past gains cannot define what your future gains would be i think this is such a nice perspective and not only for the trading market area but for life in general so i mean a lot of people just stick around to their to their past and they're like yeah this is what i've achieved probably this is what i can achieve you sort of try to measure your achievement from what you've done in the past but actually it's not a measure so anybody who wants to do anybody in life anything in life can do uh, it past your past is not defining what your future holds um it stands for both positive and negative experiences so that was a very nice perspective and um from from the fitter point of view so you say that um i mean i'm aware of the fitter concept in general i also have been uh, in touch with uh, a coach she's really really nice i oh that's I really, great yeah <laughs> she is based out of germany actually um and i really like the fact that you uh, you do not like i mean you do not have to dramatically change your lifestyle or food habits in terms to get fit you can eat whatever you want you just have to quantify um, stuff so that's a really good uh, i mean process or method to basically uh, be healthier um so couple paint me a picture first of all as to how does your normal work day look like okay so since we have the privilege of setting our own work timings generally what i do is i'm ready by 9 am because i have to make sure i my trades go through by at least before 9:30 am and once my trades are done once i'm sure that i don't have to look at those trades till the end of the day which is 3:30 pm over here uh then from 9:30 am i just have my breakfast and i'm ready for all my client calls so i have this i have divided all my clients so at the moment i have about 95 active clients really and yes it's quite a hell of a task but then it's it's quite rewarding honestly and okay. uh, since i love interacting with people and uh, knowing what's happening in their lives and how they are managing the plans that have been allotted to them and how they are managing their general day so i begin with say if i have 12 calls scheduled for monday i would begin them from 10 am and it's more of problem solving so in one of the questions which you had asked me about what values you have so basically any kind of a service is valuable only if you're solving their problems and this is like problem solving on steroids essentially 
people are messaging you every 5 minutes people will call you every half an hour and they would like to know what best solutions you can give them and if they don't have say an xyz item with them what what is the best other alternative you can give them so i would say i'm quite busy on the phone till till the evening wherein i do schedule say around 10 to 12 calls and uh, i do give myself like an hour hour one and hour one and a half hour of break in between for my lunch and to catch up on some video games or some netflix documentaries in between but i'm yeah i'm working till say 7 730 and that's it but however even though you do have your business timings in place people will message you at night and i don't blame them because you know it's it's quite a confusing feel to start with at times because people are beginning with their fitness journeys with you and they do not have complete knowledge on nutrition and on food diet so you can expect that message you know that occasional message wherein hey i don't have rice at home can i just have a roti instead or hey i don't have moong dal at home can i just have rajma you know something as simple as that but then uh, i mean yeah sometimes work can get extended but as i told you something that i'm really passionate about it just feels like i'm chatting with a friend late mm-hmm. at night maybe so I yeah yeah i'm just remembering the kind of questions i've had i was shivali i was just uh, being stubborn about things but yeah it's it sounds really really interesting so tabul uh, tell me if somebody wants to get into uh, let's say a fitness coach career what path can they follow so fitter could be like one uh, platform you could be associated to but maybe right. uh, there could be other things as well right so would you have some idea about it yeah sure so essentially to be a nutrition and fitness coach you need a basic certification of nutrition and fitness which will in- involve your basic understandings of different foods different macro and micronutrients and how to apply that into your usual diets and uh, apart that's the nutrition part of it understanding certain physiological lifestyle disorders like the type 2 diabetes pcod pcos hypertension or thyroid issues some of the most basic problems that people have and how to interpret scientific and medical literature based on them and how to integrate them in certain clients diet so these are some of the basic ones and a basic understanding of exercise science is something that's required now you couple that with some um, uh, i can say a experience of handling few people probably your friends your family members once you gain confidence out of it and once you have a certification uh, i think you can be uh, deemed as a fitness or nutrition coach so fitter is one of the platforms and uh, they have this certifying body called infs which is institute of nutrition and fitness sciences but likewise there are a lot of other international and national uh, certifying bodies so you can get a certification out of them and you know the point about this field is that the roi the return on investment in this field is quite phenomenal because probably you'll end up spending 20 30 or maybe 40000 rupees even in getting some american certifications as well which are which add do add a quite lot of knowledge and skill set and credibility to your resume the kind of money that you can make after probably 5 6 months is sufficient to take care of all these uh, initial expenses so i mean you know it's it, the entry barrier is quite low and if someone is quite interested and quite passionate in getting into this field it's quite easy it's just that it's a it's a highly neglected field at least in india wherein we would want 
most of us to be engineers doctors and lawyers probably mm. Hmm. nobody looks as fitness coaching or nutrition coaching is something which can be a great revenue making field with something uh, you know with with a with a high roi you know this is one of the reasons why i did give it a shot because i didn't want to invest too much of money and time into it like the way i probably i spent 3 to 4 lakh rupees on my engineering degree and spent 4 years on it and now that i think of it the kind of value it added was was not that great i mean of course i did learn a lot of uh, mathematical and scientific principles and basic uh, analytical skills over there but just imagine the kind of money that was invested at least like 7 8 8 9 9 years back then i mean that's like the that's like the bigger problem right so in india especially because i also belong to the same educational structure i know that as soon as you as soon as you pass your 10th board exams you have to finalize whether you want to take science or commerce or in science whether you want to take physics chemistry mathematics or you want to take biology and you know that distinction is so early on that people are i mean i don't think we are so exposed to be able to decide at that point of time what our ultimate professional career could look like so that's a very big uh, thing i don't know how i mean what what can we do i mean what the other developed nations for example are doing is you don't have to decide so early on so you can you can explore a little more you can decide what you like Uh, for for a few more years and then finally when you are a little more sure about which area is sort of interesting to you then you decide but i think we should do something similar in india but yeah that's a big problem i understand and then you then you land into engineering or something of that sort and then you realize oh this is not my cup of tea and uh yeah you have to figure something else out but um so from a point of view of um I was actually going to ask you a question um which was nutrition and fitness I forgot yeah um so from the point of view of uh, let's say somebody who is very keen on getting into nutritional industry are there like specific institutes that they can look up to or or I mean it's not very important which institute are you graduating out of kind of honestly it's not very important okay there are a lot of lot of courses available in uh, ignu which is an open university of government of india you will find some really basic courses on nutrition science exercise science on diet and you can take all of that you can study from some uh, famous textbooks like there's one uh, book nutrition by paul insel i'll uh, write it down later or there are some very classic books on physiology anatomy exercise science you could read from those now finally what matters is how you transform your initial clients and how you use that information and that knowledge to make this journey far better and far refined for your future clients now it's great to have a basic certification or a degree in science or in nutrition and exercise field but later what hap- what uh, matters the most is how well can you design a practical routine or a practical diet plan and an exercise plan plan for your client some of the best coaches are not really academicians and some of the phd's are not necessarily the best coaches and trainers so this is a field where in basic knowledge coupled with a lot of on the field experience works and matters so it nobody will really care if you are from an xyz institute or not as long as you have some good knowledge some good work to show and you have some good work ethic that's all that you need yeah 
yeah i agree i agree with that and in fact i mean when uh, when i was looking at the fitter app and i wanted to choose like a coach for myself what i was looking for is um uh they should be based out of my so i'm i'm based out of germany at the moment so i wanted the same time zone um so that we can coordinate better and then uh, what kind of ratings you have how many people have you transformed you know those kind of things and then i honestly did not look if if that person has a degree in nutrition or fitness or not so that was not a parameter for me to define i think that goes for everybody as well <laughs> so um couple now uh, like reflect a little bit on your past and tell me what of the experiences where you did not meet your own expectations and you um yeah learn something out of that particular experience that you want to share for oh, sure now that past is a very recent past and i'm talking about derivative trading over here so as i told you i'm into mechanical or system based derivative trading wherein certain hard rules are set for entering any kind of a position exiting any kind of a position booking your profits or loss there are hard rules whether the prime minister of our country comes and gives a speech wherein some laws are changed or whether the finance minister comes or any influential uh, uh, analyst comes my rules will not change and that's essentially that's the strength of my uh, strategies and my trading method because the the more you change your methods the more losses you make and the more method or an uh, strategy hopping that you do you get the losses like the, you get the worst parts of all these strategies and you never get the best parts out of it so i've mentioned that you know a good trader needs to have a high level of sensory deprivation wherein they cut cut themselves out from all kind of unnecessary chatter all kinds of uh, opinion pieces on twitter whatsapp money control cnbc so my mistake that i did was i had my systems in place and the union budget was going on the day went well it started well and my positions were in profit however i came across some really influential financial guy talking about something which was against the view that i had estimated and based on someone else's opinion i exited almost 75% of my positions and i thought you know it's an unusual day you might i was making decent amount of profit i thought okay might as well just book that profit and not worry too much because wherever money is involved your heart heart will pound and when your heart starts pounding it's a sign that you are not confident on your own strategy turns out that if i would have held on to my positions properly i would have made 1 lakh rupees more by the end of the day it was an extraordinary day but that's how trading works you will hit some home runs on certain days and i missed one of those days and i was very affected by it i was quite sad and then i decided that you know i have spent the last one two years doing this kind of a heartless form of trading wherein i'm not affected by even if there's a nuclear attack on any country my rules will not change or even if a president dies or any drastic event happens my rules will not change and i was thinking how silly of me to make a change based on someone else's opinion i was let down by that but after that event i don't think that i have many made any kind of an error and uh, the strategy is working fine making money in the background while focusing on things where you know i can uh, uh, learn more focusing on things that really make me happy mm. focusing wherein you know i can solve people's problems and make, mm. make things better for them yeah. so that was one thing that uh, truly affected me i do remember mm-hmm. the date that was 1st february 2021 <laughs> unfortunately i do remember <laughs> it 
<laughs> no of course it had a a big impact on you right so uh, it, it does make sense to of course you would remember the date and, and the and the bigger i think the bigger part is that you learned something out of it and then you sort of gained right. more confidence on your strategies and then you were like yeah um this is what you had this is how you want to go ahead so that was a good good thing so kapil now that we have you on the in the studio with us and now that you are a fitness and nutrition coach i definitely want to take some advice from you for our listeners so um like in today's time all of us are in a lot of hurry and there is a very few, there is a very small time that we have to give to our own selves which is a pity but that's how it is right so um right. if you have any advices like on the go advices that you can give to our listeners in terms of staying fit you know eating healthy those kind of things do you have something that you can share oh sure so see i'm not an advocate of being thin or losing weight if you're comfortable the way you are with your body that's great however i do um, focus on losing some fat building some muscle getting more flexible more agile stronger healthier there are some really easy things that we can do in our busy routine now for uh, to, to begin with try to catch up on enough sleep try to consume at least 3 to 4 liters of water every day now these are the two most underrated tools at our disposal free of cost and uh, that's something that we can begin with however now to begin with nutrition what we should do is that we should start focusing on a protein intake there was this national sample survey uh, of i think it was of 2018 or 19 i don't remember the year right said that urban india is surprisingly deficient in protein we need to consume say a 60 kg person needs to consume at least 48 grams of protein that's the bare minimum requirement and we were, we probably consume 20 or 30 grams that's like almost half of what we need to consume and lesser the protein lesser the activity we start losing our muscles and we start losing our strength it affects our bone health in general activity levels in general so my advice would be that you know start focusing a little bit more on your protein sources if you're a, if you're a vegetarian there are a lot of sources you have paneer you have soya you have uh, whey protein supplementation if at all you want to take a supplement then you have your dals so there are these very basic things that you can start focusing on instead of focusing on a lot of rice and a little bit of dal and a lot of lot of roti and very less of the rajma or chole you know you could start focusing more on your protein a lot of paneer like a big chunk of paneer or some egg some chicken or some fish some paneer in a diet when you start focusing protein wise automatically you start feeling full you will eat slightly lesser than before and that would be a healthier alternative or a healthier way to design your own diet protein being having a protein rich diet is one of them now the second one is that eat a lot of veggies and greens again you will feel a lot fuller with veggies so instead of having a lot of rice and a lot of rotis and these biscuits and snacks in between you can start eating a lot of cucumber onion you it's not necessary to buy really expensive salad leaves start with your basic veggies that you get to and there's be there we have protein or veggie sources and then whatever the you know appetite you have you can have your carbs your fats it will not make much of a difference even if in my personal diet i eat 50% from carbs carbs are not the enemy over here but it's just that i make sure i don't overeat so the point is don't overeat and make sure that you're moving i try to count my steps and i make sure that i'm catching up on 12 15000 steps every day 
that enables me to be to live a non sedentary life now that i have a target for myself even though i am quite busy i make sure that every hour i take out at least 2 3 minutes and i stretch a bit i try to walk around jog around probably do some squats or push up get back to my work so even if you are busy you're sitting in front of your laptop for say 10 hours if you take out 5 say 5 minutes that's a good amount like almost an hour that you're dedicating to your own workout routine wherein you are active you need to you need to eat a little bit less in case we are overeating and we need to move a little bit more this coupled with enough water and enough sleep is something that like the most basic thing that we need to do. and i'm emphasizing on it because we don't even do that much there are people who drink less than a liter of water they sleep four to five hours every day it's mainly because of our lifestyles at least we can try to what is what does water do to you like if you drink more water what does it do now your blood is made of around uh, 70 80% water and if you don't drink enough water your blood production will be hampered your kidney filtration rate will be hampered and what happens is our body strives for homeostasis so if we don't drink enough water body will try to retain a lot of water it will end up giving you that puffy look a bloated ah, okay so and, that's the water uh, weight that we talk about Yes, some people hold a bit more water weight than others, and generally, when we are on any kind of a weight loss journey, the first few weeks you notice that there's some drastic fall in weight. When I say drastic, I would say around half to one percent body weight loss, which is mainly water weight loss. See, once you start providing your body with whatever water it requires, you start eating right. It doesn't require, doesn't really need, have the need to hold on to that extra water, and it begins its bodily processes. organ process stop that is something that can does it also help with uh, metabolism now metabolism is actually a very uh, wide term metabolism i just wanted to clear it out over here right from eating to excreting the entire process is metabolism so when we say someone's metabolism is slow probably we say that, uh, that probably we imply that that person puts on weight even by eating the slightest of thing Are you? If you are trying to imply that, then yes, it does. It does affect. I mean, yeah. your body has a certain metabolic rate, and it's it's nothing but the calories you burn at rest while mm. sleeping, while sitting. Your body is constantly burning calories. Make sure that the organs are running fine. And uh, yes, when dehydrate your body, even by twenty percent, there's uh, a literature on this that dehydrating your body even by twenty percent will Uh, affect your entire metabolic activities, entire physiological and organ functioning by much more than what we believe it can. So it's okay. much larger damage that we are doing to our body on a daily. Okay, okay. So everybody who is listening, carry over there. <laughs> yeah, everybody who is listening to the episode, please drink a lot of water. And yeah, that's what Shivali also told me. So I always have this. this glass beside me and i'm always drinking like trying to fill try to try to drink this full glass of water bottle every hour if possible so that's a great habit to have yeah yeah no that i think it's important this is as you already mentioned it's it's very neglected like the few things that we can definitely do like sleeping is something that you don't have to put any effort into but then sleeping has become right. such a big problem for today's generation 
um yeah so thank you so much kapil for for every single thing that you shared with us uh, with regards to yeah you know staying fit and healthy as well as how can you become a nutritional coach or in for for training for that matter so thank you so much for your time and thank you for everything that you shared with us it's my pleasure and thank you so much for having me on this podcast we had <laughs> such a good time having this conversation yes i loved it too thanks thanks kapil have a nice day Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If in case you guys are interested to know more about different career opportunities, know about what people exactly do, how do they reach there, or are just interested in behind the scenes of people's stories, feel free to follow us on Instagram or send me a connect invite on LinkedIn.